God we serve. Amen. Thank you. My wife will turn on the lights up here. Father, we thank you tonight, Lord God. Lord, that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And you call us by name. You give us inheritance. You call us sons and daughters. And, and Lord God, we thank you. We thank you that you have chosen us. So, Lord God, as you have chosen us, help us, Lord God, to become one with you. To be, uh, as we're made already in your image, may we become more like your character, Lord God, as we grow each day. Fill us with your Holy Spirit. Renew us, Lord God, where, where we have the dry bones. But, Lord God, restore, restore the joy of thy salvation, I pray, this evening. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We look around, our numbers are few tonight. That doesn't scare me, but yet on the same token, guys, our, if you look around, our numbers have been lower, so we just need to reach out to encourage those who haven't been here in a while. Everyone can reach one, amen? That's God's calling on our life to each one reach one. And so it's time to do that, uh, to remind them that, that uh, we have missed them, uh, we haven't seen them in a while, or whatever, but it's not to condemn anyone, it's to to encourage them and help them understand as they are part of the family of God that, that we have we have missed them if we haven't seen them in a while. Some we know why are not here and haven't been here, but after a while it comes easy to stay home, amen? How many of us would rather at times stay home? I think we all get tired and, and say, man, it'd be nice just to stay home. But when someone's due for a while, it's time to, to rock the boat a little bit. So, so it's got to lay someone on your heart. Uh, call them and encourage them and invite someone and continue to invite those who are new as well, but to encourage those who have been here uh, to come, that we're missed and uh, let them know the great things are still happening here at Plasta. Oh 
God is still the same God, amen? Amen. And uh, we have missed them. Uh, Kim is not here tonight. Uh, she was in the hospital. She now is in the Van Dyne Rehabilitation Center, a nursing center. Uh, as she was in the hospital for a while and as laying apparently in bed for a while, she's struggling to walk. So, so she's there for a season. We don't know how long. Uh, I have an address. If somebody wants that, she's asking that people would write her. There is a phone number, but I guess uh, uh, it's hard to understand the person on the phone. They can't hear or whatever in the noise. So really what she wants is letters and uh, to know that she has not been forgotten. So uh, someone who likes to write or knows someone who likes to write an encouraging letter to her, uh, I have an address. So please see me with that or Elma can give that to you. It's on the ladies group. Yep. Uh, put it what, what groups are it on? I'll put it on Believers next. So it's on the what else group? Pardon me? What group did you put it on? The GPC ladies. You put the address I on the GPC ladies? Okay. So uh, let's not forget her. You know, she, she's, uh, she's uh, hungry for, uh, for fellowship. So uh, that's what she's asking for. So if you uh, feel so led to write her a letter or uh, she doesn't have her private phone with her, so uh, letters are the best option. Something that she can read over and over again. Uh, the scripture encouragement. So is she at home or she's in the hospital? Huh? Is she in the hospital? She's in a rehabilitation center right now. She's out of the hospital. Uh, I see my mom was on oxygen again this week as well as Pat was having trouble breathing. We had two ladies attached with hoses. Uh, just the, the weather, I guess, apparently as much as their age. Uh, and uh, physical difficulties, so just keep them in prayer. Um, the Greens are back. Her mother uh, has made some improvement. Uh, uh, I guess they were back not this past week, the week before when I was not here, so uh, it's not been long since they've been here. But, uh, Bridget is struggling with her dad. I've been trying to get a hold of her. I don't know, I haven't shot her a text. I've tried calling her, but I haven't had any success with that. So. Uh, if you have a way to reach out with her so to the, the ladies or or the believers, reach out to her, let her know we're thinking about her, praying about her. If there's something we can do for her to let pastor or one of these know. Um, I think her phone is broke. That's, yeah, that's the whole thing that's going on there. So I, yeah. I don't know. So uh, Randy and Cindy have been here a while. I know they were camping quite a bit. I shot them, uh, left them voice messages. You know, I just reach out to those who have been here a while, guys. You know, many are traveling and and, but it, uh, I don't know, I guess I've prolonged that enough. Uh, bonfire October 4th, uh, this, this Friday, it's at Burville, it's a network bonfire for all who want to go. The dish to pass to be hamburgers and hot dogs will be uh, cooked there uh, and supplied. So it'd be more finger food or any stuff like that, I guess, for uh, or anything you want to make, I guess, salads or whatever. But um, but watch tomorrow, we're really going to decide tomorrow a little closer if that's going to go on. There's a prediction a lot of rain here and there, but I don't know. It's just, just rain every day except for We're going to make a total decision Wednesday whether we're going for it or what we're going to do. So, But it is scheduled for the 4th. But uh, the 9 o'clock to 5, Friday and Saturday at Burville, they have a rummage sale. They have clothes down there that are, I mean, some of them have... They're new, and it's, they look like new, and, and 
uh, all different sizes, varieties, winter clothes out there. I know they took the summer stuff down and they were restocking with winter stuff and they're re just reopened. So actually I think it's the first time technically they've been reopened since they've restocked, taking, taking the other stuff down. So uh, I just put that out there, stuff is very good. I mean, they usually sell it by the bag, like three bucks a bag for all your stuff in it. So really a great deal for anybody who needs clothes or if you know somebody who needs coats or suits to shoes to, I don't know what isn't there. <laughs> You know, dress clothes to jeans. Shoes, everything. I'll be honest, the shirt I got on came from there, I can tell you that. Uh, along with many of the t-shirts and stuff I wear, I mean, it, it, it serves me well. So I just put that out there. If you have kids uh, who need clothes, you know somebody who needs clothes, it's really a great opportunity. They'll be open for Friday, Friday and Saturday. I believe it's 9 to 5. Uh, so if you go to the bonfire, Unless you get there before five, you're gonna miss it. If you wanna to go to the bonfire and get there at yeah. four o'clock or 4.30 or whatever, you can browse downstairs and still you have time for the bonfire as well. So it's an hour to six, so. It was a good turnout last year. So I just invite you to go. It's a network thing. And we are a group, you know, we are the, the family of God and we are five churches and, yeah. and sometimes we forget that. I was voted uh, unanimously to lead the five churches. Um, that's not a brag thing. It's just to let you know that that, I guess, went well. If you if you like responsibility or want more yeah. responsibility, um, it's not something that puffed me up. It's nothing I asked for. It's nothing that I even prayed for. I prayed about. Uh, but uh, so I tell you, we do have more of a voice there than ever. Hopefully, my ideas are different than Pastor Garrett's, not, and I'm not certainly not putting Pastor Garrett down or saying a bad thing about him. That's not what this is about, but, but my leadership is going to be a little different than that and, and uh, a little more accountability, and, and we're going to strive that each church would be still together, but yet more independent and, and more accountability for each church and for every dollar. And, uh, not that uh, anything designated isn't been designated and used for that purpose. I just, I just put that out there, guys. That's my, you know, I'm, I'm in the old style. If I'm going to spend a dollar, I don't know where it's coming from. Uh, that's not, you know, where's the faith in that? Well, you know, if we're going to, my plan is to build strong churches, not just to multiply churches. We need strong churches. Independently strong. And without being strong, then we're not a good representation to the community. And we're not, uh, we're not able to help someone else. We need to be strong in our families to help somebody else. If you're on the edge all the time, somebody calls you for help, how can you help them? Because you're struggling yourself every day. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so really our churches are the same, uh, I believe should be the same thing. And I think that's scriptural. Uh, you know, to be strong and be prepared to, to give an account why we do what we do, why we believe what we believe in. And when we're strong in that, then we'll be able to help and step out and come alongside without feeling uh, threatened or even abandoned at times, uh, as churches seem sometimes like they feel abandoned as we bring them in and then they struggle. So, anyway, that's, I just shared my heart a little bit tonight, uh, uh, and I'm certainly not talking bad about anything that's been done, but uh, just sharing my heart a little. October 29th, which is a Tuesday, it's the, it's the last Tuesday of this month. Uh, Justin will be giving his testimony. Mm -hmm. 
so put that on your calendar. Invite somebody. He has a uh, mighty testimony of what God has done and is doing. And uh, we certainly want to support him. We want to use that as an evangelistic uh, outreach as well. Uh, so put that down. And uh, sometime in October, it hasn't been scheduled. I haven't talked to the uh, Steve Jones, who is the apple grower, who normally donates apples. Uh, I assume we're still going to do the Apple Fest thing. Uh, here in October, so we have things. October's going to be a busy month. So, uh, it's uh, a lot going on. A lot going on. So, uh, but we'll get that scheduled and get a date down for that uh, as well. And uh, as well as we're talking about things, remember early in November our Project Christmas Child boxes need to be stuffed. We We've already raised the money to stuff 100 boxes, I think it was. To ship them. Uh, for shipping. Yep. Uh, Linda began to bring in stuff to put in them boxes. Uh, the, the administration office is full of them boxes. If you look in there, uh, she's beginning to bring some of that stuff in. But, but also, we could put in things that we don't have, you know, as far as anything people want to donate to put in them boxes. Or you may want to stuff a box yourself. Whatever, but just keep in mind in the long range planning that November is not that far off as we're in October. Uh, so just put it on there for for just general notes and know that uh, I think it's like the 15th uh, generally or something that they need to be stuffed. And Linda's not here, if you can tell us for sure. But it's like the 15th of November or even sooner than that, maybe I think that they stuff them and require that they're. Uh, be put in the drop-off section. So uh, we want to have a box stuffing party. I think this year, in a sense, that we want to come together and just celebrate. You know, we don't have to have a monster party, but yet we just coffee and donuts or whatever, or just expectation of uh, uh, of being a part of stuffing those boxes and sending the joy and the, and the, and the knowledge of Christ to, to foreign countries. Um, I've actually heard testimonies of people who've received them from foreign countries, and that is powerful. That is powerful. Uh, what can be, could last a lifetime when they receive a box. Yeah. So I just put that out there, and I know it's a lot of announcements for tonight, but uh, uh, remember Kim? I have the address. Elma has the address. It's on the ladies' group, and she's going to put it on the believers' group. Uh, the bonfire, 6 o'clock this Friday night, Burrowville. Rummage sales from 9 to 5, Friday and Saturday at Irvine. 29th is Justin's testimony. Uh, the end of this, last Tuesday of this month, it'll be on a Tuesday night. So. Praise the Lord. Anybody else? Uh, got to do anything good in people's lives this week? Remember, look around. It's about the smallest number I think we've had. Uh, so, and, uh, People are busy. Yes? Well, two nights ago, Jacob wasn't feeling very good. He had like um, a, a stomach issue. And, uh, when you pray, you pray expecting. Make sure you pray for everything you want. Because if you only half pray and you you know, you know you're going to get it, it's, uh, it's just funny. He was having stomach issues and he was... Uh, having diarrhea all the way up until the time before the bed. And so we prayed over him before we went to bed, saying, you know, dear Lord, just let me get through the night without any accidents and 
we know you're going to touch them and you know let, let them sleep peacefully and all that. Slept all the way through the night, no accidents, no, not didn't get up once, nothing. But as soon as he woke up, there we go. All <laughs> so when, you know when you pray and you're praying, expecting, and you know it's going to happen. It's not if he can do it; it's, a, it's that he will do it. You know, pray for it just to be gone, not just to wait for tonight. Pray, pray, pray specifically, and 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 believe for uh, for complete healing. Yeah. Yeah. The word that is. Believing. Believing is important. Yeah. About a, it was about a month ago we had some friends over at the house and our DVD remote disappeared and we tore the house apart trying to find that thing. Couldn't find it. So after a while, I mean after a little bit we just it's prayed. Been seven. We prayed seven weeks. So we prayed, Lord, you know, just show us where this thing's at because He's always showing us stuff that's missing. There's been enough times in the past where. You know, we gave up hope on stuff and just went out and said, we're going to come up with plan B and fix it ourselves. Yeah. So last Saturday, plan B. So Saturday, you know, her faith ran out. <laughs> so bought a, she buys a universal remote. Her faith ran out. <laughs> Me, it's my memory. I forgot. I forgot we even prayed, but I was at work. She And she said, we got a new remote. I'm like, all right. Let's well, go. short, we short short. Home and the twins are like, right. so they we need a remote. And, you know, Unbeknownst to us. All right. This was two days ago. Unbeknownst to us, the same couple came over last night. Um, and when they came, their small children, don't ask me how, but produced the old DVD remote. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, talking, I'm talking like two years old, you know, so wherever they hit that thing, they did a fantastic they job. They right where it was, and they brought it to us last night. Now, <laughs> now this sounds stupid, right? This yeah, sounds just a funny story. It, it literally tied into faith and believing. Last year, we lost a magazine uh, with 15 rounds of ammunition at work in a snowstorm just before Thanksgiving in 20 inches of snow in a massive parking lot. And if you lose ammunition on Fort Drum, the whole world stops. And everybody's looking for that. We looked for two and a half hours. And then when I finally gave, I prayed in the beginning of when I left, they found it 15 minutes later after I left. So I, I learned that lesson really well. Stand your ground until you see it happen. But we also had some, some of our children coming over, and you know how children don't always get along for family dinners and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And one of our children is particularly troublesome with his attitude. Last time he came over and, you know, really led us into a season of prayer. Prior to them coming over the house yesterday, one of the twins said something about what happened last time. I said, oh, no. We're going we're gonna to do something different this time. So I had one of them look up scriptures about kindness. One of them looked up scriptures about humility. Four scriptures each. I looked up scriptures about, uh, no, I looked up kindness. One of them did faith. And one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we all did three different ones anyway. Kindness, humility, and peace. That's what the other one was. And we prayed those that word over our house before everybody got in there for our dinner. Before anybody even showed up really interesting. The one we really were concerned about actually pulled into our driveway, him and his guest. They got in the same vehicle and then left. <laughs> we're like, oh, that's interesting. So we kept praying. <laughs> so they came back later anyway. Instead of, you know, the, the pride and the sarcasm and all those other things dominating the environment for that dinner, the presence of the Lord came 
and just like took that stuff and just went and shrunk it into a little tiny bubble that wasn't even allowed any place, you know, in that dinner. And I just want, I thank him for that because he hears our cry and when he's, you know, he moves us to pray. He says, at, or James said, you know, when you ask, make sure you believe because if you doubt, don't think you're going to get it. Uh, <laughs> you know, you don't know, think you're going like to get it. Just like Pastor had shared the scripture from Isaiah 55 Sunday about God's word never returns back without accomplishing the purpose it was sent forward to do. And when we pray the word of God, it accomplishes what it's going to accomplish. And it was so powerfully demonstrated yesterday that our twins were like, wow. We gave thanks to the Lord. They were like, wow. The bigger thing was the relationships. The DVD remote was just a sign to get attention, I think. It was just the Lord said, hey, now, now that you've got the bigger lesson, here's just a bonus. Here's your, here's your here's TV. <laughs> it was fun. It's amazing God that God shows up, isn't it? He always shows up, but I think our expectation that he'll show up sometimes is so little that, that we stop looking. That's the truth. And, or we don't, or you ask in part. I mean, isn't it amazing how God's kind of orchestrating this whole conversation, really? He's probably there. They're laughing. Well, well, wait till tomorrow morning. I know. So lesson, dream bigger. Pray bigger. Yes. Ask for the impossible. You know, really comes down to what God called us to do or what is stopping or hindering the effectiveness of our prayers. And, and it's, you know, sometimes it's a job. Sometimes it's others. Sometimes it's our willingness to press in. Sometimes it's a sin in our lives. Uh, Fear, <laughs> you know, to hold out long enough to wait. I don't know, you know, it's impatient. all these things are, you know, all these things he warns us about. Fear not, you know, uh, be holy because I am holy. And all these things is a reminder to us that it's, uh, all of it is, is a, all of it's a hindrance to effectiveness. We want to be effective. We want to see God move. We want to be in the presence of God. But yet all the things that we do really work against that. I say all the things. Many times what we do works against the, you know, I think sometimes when we see God move or in awe, but I think that's just a, that's just like a little glimpse, a little shadow of what could be, I think. We just, um, I think God's so amazing that, to, that we're missing it. <laughs> yeah. We're missing it. That, and even every one of us, even our best moments, I think we're missing a uh, great opportunity and How's Melissa doing tonight, brother? It's good. She's good. Work. She's working tonight, so she's doing good. Yeah. She got that woman amazes me. She goes, gets this bone marrow thing and a hunk of her bone out of her hip taken off. She comes in smiling. Yeah. I mean, right. I couldn't have done it. <laughs> you know, diagnosis uncertain. All that crazy stuff. You know, you can focus on the bad, or as Pastor Warren spoke about, the the, the troubles are focused on the promise, and somehow she just seems to focus on the promise and trust and believe. Amen. Amen. What amazed me about that whole deal was I went to pray, and both the nurses that were in there with us prayed with me. Yeah. And then when the doctor came in, even before she touched Melissa, she's Catholic, of course, but the religion is religion. Yeah. She's Catholic, and before, right. when she got done, she bit her brows out. She says, Everybody ready? Catholics are Christians, brother. They yeah. believe in Christ, uh, the deity of Christ, and uh, yeah. she, really she was done. She, it was very simple. Less than twenty minutes, she was done. 
took us longer to wake her up than it did to get her home. <laughs> God is good. I'm telling you, George and Chuck made it back, and uh, uh, they're a little worn uh, from the sickness that they had, but uh, they made it back safely and charged up, and uh, I think their faith was raised up as they saw their grand uh, grandson, right, uh, yeah. baptized, and here's a Hear the testimony that he gave and explanation for why he believed was just incredible. The way I understand it, so Melissa wrote that Tuesday in class. Yeah. When you hear it, you cry, man. Yes, you know the faith, faith of a 12-year-old, uh, not just to be baptized, but to to verbally express the change that had taken place in his life. And, uh, that's, that's powerful stuff. You can't orchestrate that stuff. It's powerful, and those are the things that increase our our faith and, and continually remind us that we are saved and the value of our salvation. We put so much value on these earthly things that we drive and these earthly homes that we live in. But uh, it's our home for a short season. <laughs> he also talked to Georgia about Jesus and what he done for Well, what astonished me is yeah. he said he came to Jesus closer than he came to our church. Yeah. He noticed how everybody here was welcoming and inviting him. Yeah. And it made him grow closer to God that way. And when he went home, his gym teacher, who was also a uh, youth pastor, he got talking with him. And it just, he told his youth teacher about us. Which, you know, that makes you feel good because now he's speaking of us. He tells us of his church. Awesome. And it makes you feel good. You know, that just, you never know who's going to touch and go somewhere and it revitalize another church so we you know we want to raise people up and hang on to them but that's not what we're called to do it's as hard as it is to release somebody or or to know that they're here for a season but our job is to prepare them for their next season and if they do that do it well and you know we have a part to play at every salvation that comes through his testimony or even his own salvation uh, but um, this church has a part to play and we know that was as far as England, uh, the cardboard testimonies were were seen in England and talked about the how touched them. So just what seems so small, so simple, is is the small things that make the difference, that, that are the difference. Uh, I would say too, Pastor. Even though there's been a trend of like less and less people here over the last few weeks, I started reading you know the testimonies from back around January first of this year, and we've been so privileged to see God do, we collectively as a body have been so privileged to see God do amazing things yeah. in and through the people that, that have been here. And increase our numbers weekly for a while. It can be discouraging when we see the numbers going the other way. But know that the people are still here. We just need to encourage them and, and, to, and to bring new ones in. And just make it room for new ones. That's it. We just have to be diligent. Yeah. Yeah. 
and, and his time. Uh, but until that time comes, we need to, to rejoice when others rejoice. For a family, an extended family. And then when we fail to see that, we're missing the whole overall point as well. They're Christ-believing, loving, and they're part of the family of God. So if you can imagine, our time has slipped away tonight. I've spent a lot of time babbling my lips, but uh, I think that overall, I think God is just encouraging us to reach out and to remember what he's done and to expect even greater things. He's prepared us for a greater season. He doesn't prepare us for a lesser season. He prepares us for a greater season. You will do greater things. But he requires greater or more of us to do greater things. He requires more of us. Otherwise, we become comfortable and complacent. Uh, so I tell you that, uh, that he does give us a guarantee in Hebrews 7, 22. Want a guarantee? Because of this oath, Jesus has become the guarantee of a better covenant. And what is the oath? And if you go back a couple scriptures, 7, 20, 21, it, it says that, and it was not without an oath. And it was not without an oath. Others become priests without any oath. But he became a priest with the oath when God said. When God said to him. He is not just anyone. He is the Messiah and God spoke to him. And he is representing the Father. And, and so that oath is, is, uh, that oath is never to leave us. Never to forsake us. To always be there, never to give us more than handling temptation. The oath is saying that uh, he always leaves a remnant, doesn't he? Second uh, Corinthians one twenty two sets your seal of ownership on us and put his spirit in our hearts. Uh, he set his seal of ownership on us and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. A guarantee, and he has sealed it. You know, he set his seal of ownership upon us through salvation, through his death. Uh, his Holy Spirit is the seal proving to us every day that he is with us, and that he is for us, and that he's not left us. See, that guarantee, that priesthood is guaranteed in the Holy Spirit that's within us. Uh, his Spirit that's in our heart and a deposit guarantee of what is yet to come. He's prepared a place for us. He's prepared a place for us. He's, we're not abandoned. Uh, even though at times we feel alone and abandoned by our friends and our neighbors, Christ has sealed it uh, with the oath of the Father himself. You know, this is my son who I'm well pleased and sent Jesus for the purpose of salvation. But also, the Corinthians is talking about the Holy Spirit. God's Spirit himself is the seal, the deposit of the guarantee what he's yet to come. I want to give you one more scripture. Uh, Ephesians 1.14. If you write these down, you can check them out. But, uh, who is a deposit guarantee or an inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory? So really all this is coming down to the point uh, uh, who is a deposit guarantee in our inheritance. Who is a deposit? Jesus is a deposit. The Holy Spirit is a deposit. Uh, his word is a deposit in our spirit. And all these things are deposited until the redemption of those who's God's possession. Who's the one who's possessing those who, who uh, trust and believe and who the Spirit has been implanted upon. No man come to the Father, but the Spirit. He's given a, a deposit to all. 
He doesn't give that just to those who come to believe. He gives that deposit to every living human being, a, a deposit of the Spirit. What we choose to do with it, to fan the fire or not, to allow Christ in or not, is on us. But he gave everyone a deposit. The deposit. No man come to the Father unless the Spirit draw. We've all got that deposit before we come to Christ. We all are still sinners. Let's never forget that. But we can be in a right standing through the grace and mercy of Christ and what he has done on the cross. It's not that I once was a sinner. I am a sinner. Hopefully I'm a sinner who sins less. <laughs> but, but there's times where when I fail, there's God's grace and mercy. And he is slow to hang. You know, um, he is not slow in returning as, as believed to be slow. Remember, he's not locked in time. We are. So, uh, it's all to praise and to his glory. As you look at these scriptures and look about our discussion tonight, I believe it all goes together. I didn't know where we were going to discuss or what we were going to do. As most Tuesdays, I do not. But uh, God has a plan. And Tuesdays is about rejoicing. Uh, celebrating is about prayer. And uh, I just want to close in prayer tonight. Anyone have specific prayers tonight that they need? Jacob's here tonight, so he's doing better. Just remember my mom and Pat and uh, Joe, who, who comes with his girlfriend, Amanda. Remember Joe, he's got some things going on in his life. Um, his past is still with him, although he. You know, sometimes there's a price to pay for our sins. And even though we come to be with Christ, uh, we still have to pay the price of the law of Christ for, for some of the things. Joe's been doing well. He's growing. He's doing well. So as you not see him for a while, he'll be here this weekend. Just encourage him. Uh, there's some things that he's going to have to pay the price for uh, in his, even before he came here. Although he has been faithful and growing, uh, he'll be gone for a short season. So just remind that. Remember Amanda and your prayers. And uh, if she's uh, pregnant, I guess, uh, I don't know how many of you know that, but uh, uh, her and Joe will be apart for a season. So, I'm not trying to tell you the business, but I don't know how to tell it to you any other way uh, to know how to pray for them. Um, it's not by his choice that they're apart, but, but it's just the law. Yeah? For Desiree, I guess the doctors told her she needs to go on dialysis and she's avoiding the subject. That's her daughter. Her kidneys were low and they increased and apparently they've gone lower again. Family cursed with the, with the sickness of the kidney wound. The two boys with the kidney transplants. And each one seems to be a crisis, but God has brought them through. So, yet another one. Our third. So praise the Lord. We can't talk about faith without our faith being tested. <laughs> if we think we're exempt, uh, God will surely bring it around and make it evident to you that we're you're no respecter of persons. I don't care if you're a pastor or if you're on the streets. Uh, he loves us all the same. Yeah, keep our daughter in prayer. I hadn't heard that. Uh, other than that so. Well, I heard it today. 
salvations, the baptisms, the healings, the, the, the lives that are growing and being reoriented towards you. So many things, we can't recount them all. But they all demonstrate your love for your people. And so we lift up these needs tonight. Not as unbelieving, but as believing that you will heal the sick, that you will save the lost, that you will bring to baptism and fill with your Holy Spirit those who are seeking you like you promised. That you'll give Joe and Amanda what they need to go through this trial and come out stronger and closer to you on the other side of it. Thanks. That you'll both heal Desiree and bring her into a close, life-giving relationship with yes. you. Yes. And your people. Thanks. That she wouldn't no longer be a person that just says, I know Jesus, but I don't want his bride. I don't want his church. I don't want to be a part of, of, of his kingdom. Yeah. That she would serve you with fiery love and faith and passion. Yes. Joel, we thank you for good news from the far country. From Georgia and Chuck, and Chuck come back and they, and they testify of the work you're doing in their family. And their faith is ignited and their hope is refilled and now they look with new eyes at other situations, Lord, we pray they would dream bigger and pray for more and believe for more in you. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. To everything, Father, you said there's a season. Help us endure our seasons of rest and, and looking around, scratching our heads, wondering what's going on. But in those times, Stir up the dreams to confront the impossibilities. To see more people saved. To see more people healed. To see more people delivered. To see more people that have given their lives to you and become new creations and progress towards your likeness. Thank you. We know you're not done building your kingdom. Because Jesus hasn't come back yet. We thank you for the privilege of being a part of what you're doing here. 
and we look forward to the future. Thank you. Because we know your plans for this area. Yes. Well, your plans for the world and to bless the world through the gospel. Bless the nations of the world through your people. Thank you, Lord. Use us, we pray, Father, in every way. Lord, we continue to lift up names, Lord. Lord, you know each name that needs, has a need. But Father, Lord God, we pray that you touch him and Melissa, Lord. Pat, Mom, Valerie. Lord God, so many others, Lord God, that, that need a touch in their body. Uh, Bridges' dad, Lord God. Lisa's dad, who had a, an attack, Lord God. Lord, we just pray that you would bless Lisa and Tim as they're on their honeymoon. Yes. Bless them, Lord God. Maybe a, a lifetime of memory built in a week, but Lord God, I pray that you get them there and back safely. Yes. Touch each need, Lord God, for each one of us have someone on our heart. Those we have forgotten, Lord God, but yet you do not. Touch each need, Lord God. Touch each one. We trust you for it. We believe for it. For you are the mighty one. You are the all-knowing, the ever-present, the God who loves without discrimination. Each one your children, each one your creation. Lord God, touch the needs. Touch the need of the homeless. Thank you. Touch the need of the incarcerated. Get each one home safely tonight, Lord God. Touch those who are not here tonight, who have not been here in a while. Lord God, touch their hearts. Touch their needs. Lord God, reveal to them that you are with them. Lord, that they would just choose to come and praise you, Lord, for all that you've done and are doing for them. Even in the luxury that they that they have, Lord God, may they see it as a gift of you. Bless each one, each family represented tonight, each family uh, in this house, but Lord God, in your house. Jesus. 